1: So keep in mind, this is a Wednesday episode. Yes. So we're interviewing each other.
2: We're interviewing
1: each other? Kinda. Okay. Because that's pretty much what Wednesdays have been, is interviews. true. 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 So we're going to interview each other about our experience at EncounterQuest.
2: EncounterQuest. Just happened uh, April 1st, 2023. It's the first annual ever EncounterQuest, one of going to be many, I'm assuming, because what an amazing freaking weekend.
1: So... We do a lot of events, so why are we doing a special thing about this event? Because
2: this event was extra special. Because it was awesome. Yes. 10
1: out of 10. I I mean, it it really was. It's going to be, I think it's going to be one of the bigger events on the eastern coast in the next couple years.
2: Maybe in the whole United States. It has a potential to be.
1: I think it, I mean. It
2: It was that awesome. No, I'm not even talking it up. It just really was that fun. So
1: we're going to do a little episode about, about you know, it'll probably be like an hour or 80 minutes, something like that. <laughs> no, it'll, you know, it'll be a normal size episode because we got a lot of stories to tell. Yeah. Uh, it was weird because we pretty much got there, and didn't stop.
2: Shoot. So, well, yeah, let's twelve and a half 12 and a half out. Yeah, Before let's... we get into that, I have oh, a lot okay. of stuff
1: to do. So uh, calm down. Why? Because this is a Wednesday episode. There's structure to these. I
2: drank two things of coffee. I'm jacked up. I didn't have breakfast.
1: That's your own fault. I just...
2: Wake up earlier.
1: I... Why do you
2: demand these things of me?
1: I don't. You just complain because you don't... I'm not
2: complaining. I'm jazzed up. I'm all hyped up. I
1: didn't have meal. breakfast. That's why you didn't have breakfast. No, I'm
2: saying I didn't have breakfast and I drank a bunch of coffee, that 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 so it's like soaring through my body. You don't wake up early. Did you have breakfast? Yeah. You lie.
1: I had a bowl of cereal. You lie. That's why I wake up at seven, so I can eat take a shower before I even call you to see if you're still alive usually not all right no first off extremely big thank you to Jess and Kim yes Woo! now uh they invited us down to speak they took care of us it was amazing we had so much fun uh it just I don't I hope they realize how cool of an event and how good a job they did uh I'll definitely have to send this episode their way
2: I feel like they knew they knew yeah I, I, I hope so if not amazing it Again. was
1: truly it was it was it, i not saying this jokingly that i think this is going to be one of the bigger events on the eastern yes. coast it was very fun uh like i said we do these events constantly and we've been to some of the biggest ones on the east coast mm-hmm. and this one definitely has the bones to compete if not out compete
2: Ooh, the bones
1: mm-hmm. but no thank you uh <laughs> thank you guys and i want to also talk about the auditorium first Oh, the venue. The Cole auditorium. Yes, in Hamlet, I, North Carolina. I cannot remember the actual it has a big long name, but so everybody just calls it the coal. Yeah. It's like the blah 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 coal auditorium. Yeah. So everybody calls it the Cole auditorium. It was wicked.
2: Very uh, nice venue. Uh the staff? Ten out of ten.
1: Uh literally amazing people. Uh, above and beyond. We were there. Some of us were intoxicated, demanding things, and they just did everything with a smile. I had to have them unlock the dressing room like three or four times. They had a dressing room for us.
2: They had their own dress. They had four separate dressing rooms, and we had our own bathroom. We had our own bathroom, our own showers in there. Are you yeah. kidding me?
1: Yeah, it was like
2: we didn't get to use them. But hey, if we needed to, they were I used there. The bathroom. Oh yeah, you did. It wasn't even your dressing room. You used the <laughs> wrong one.
1: I didn't. I went in the wrong one. <laughs> uh, they didn't. They were fine though. No, no, the staff was super good. So that like the speakers were in a sp- space the. The speaking auditorium, like the auditorium, fits 2,500 people. Mm-hmm. And I think next year it may be full.
2: I hope so. Uh, I hope so. Oh, I was like, what are you doing? I was nervous. I was uh, nervous. It when was we... so fun. And yeah,
1: Most of the people in the audience listened to us at that point anyway, so. True. That was a lot of fun. Uh, but the auditorium is great. The IT people. And I'll tell you what. It's not mo- that the venue is, I think where most events struggle yeah is the venue can really make or break an event and the staff at the venue can make or break the event uh we it's they were all great they had it people like they had guys completely set stuff up for us and i'm like we don't really know how to do this like they and they're like oh no here we got it
2: yeah most events like you got to figure that stuff out yourself on
1: the fly yeah no they had a full crew they had a lady that was just designated for microphones. Right. They had a guy that was just designated to hook up your laptop for the, the presentation. Yep. And they like they made sure everybody either Saturday morning super early went through their presentation, make sure there was no hiccups, or Friday night. Mm-hmm. Like if the and then they had they had sound guys. They had you know, it was super nice. They had people constantly walking around helping out.
2: Right. Yeah. It was it was awesome.
1: Uh. So, Cole Auditorium yeah hamlet north carolina if you need an event space it's probably the one do
2: we have that little cheer button anymore on the no okay oh yeah
1: yeah no it was great uh it was just wicked like the the, the space alone parking lot was massive
2: yeah i mean it had everything you need for a conference let's mm -hmm. just put it that way
1: yeah it really did it was really great uh, the next thing I wanted to shout out to was the speakers, the other speakers. Yeah, we were the last speaker of the day, which I'm a fan of being last. Number one, uh, there was a, so there was a group that came up and wanted to talk at the end, mm-hmm. and they were great, uh, good guys. Uh, I just forgot their name off the top of my head. It's uh, the pair, it's PD. Yeah,
2: PD, like paranormal or something like yeah, that. PD yeah,
1: PD paranormal. They have a Roku channel, and all that stuff. Yeah, great guys. Uh, we'll reach out to them. Didn't uh, get to talk to much of them at the event, but you know, Kenny was first. Good buddy Kenny, he'll be on as a, yeah, an interview here soon. crypto cryptopunkologist the Crypto-punkologist. He's Him gonna... and Jay have the weirdest hair at the event.
2: Ooh, were we competing for that prize? No, you won. <laughs> for weirdest, yeah, for sure. Not, not unique. I mean, it's up for grabs, but weirdest? Uh, uh, Kenny uh, yeah.
1: thought you were had a mental problem. Oh, yeah,
2: let us let me talk about that. Uh, so I have this stupid haircut right now that I'm just growing out. I've got, this, I've got my patch in the back of my head. I'm growing out rest of it shaved and uh kenny about well almost over halfway three quarters through the event we were talking and he finally says we find that he's asking about you know we're just talking i mentioned my hair and things like that and he's like oh you know i wanted to say something there but i was afraid like maybe you had a condition or something i didn't want to speak about it so he thought i have a, a condition with my dumb haircut no nope it's it's just a dumb haircut that's all it is
1: just a dumb haircut.
2: <laughs> he literally thought I had a condition, which to me, I love it. It's very funny.
1: Uh, the Squatch Watcher guys. hmm They were awesome. Uh, they spoke second. Uh, they were great to meet in person. Super sweet, kind guys. Joked about them. I, I picked on them a little bit just to kind of test the waters, and they reacted very positively to oh, it. Oh, good,
2: good. I didn't really speak to them too much.
1: Uh, we didn't get the chance to. They were really busy. We were really busy. Oh, yeah. So, you know— it's definitely somebody we'll reach out to after. Yeah. Um, and then obviously, you know, Ron Moorhead, which we've seen Ron. Who? Yeah. Th- who? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, we've seen Ron at a lot of these events. Uh, he still wears our t-shirt, which is nice. Yeah. Ron's awesome. Ron is a sweet man. Uh, his wife, Kimberly was there. She was super,
2: super nice. nice. Super
1: nice. Uh, we'll st- we'll tell some stories. We'll be a little discreet with what happened at the hotel after, but we definitely had a party. <laughs> uh, but no, Ron's super nice. But a, like a surprise kind of guest up until just a couple weeks before the event was Scott Nelson. Uh, Scott Nelson is the guy that, that basically reviewed the Sierra Sounds. If you guys listen to our yeah. Sierra Sound episode, he's the guy that, uh, he's a cryptolinguist. Right. Nothing it, to do with
2: cryptids. He did that for the Means, Navy, right? Or yeah, the military? Yeah, I think it was,
1: It's. I think, I think was it was the Navy. Navy.
2: I'm pretty sure it was He's a about.
1: cryptolinguist. He basically is the one that was one at the top of his field in the world and he's uh this the sierra sounds are what kind of flipped his life mm-hmm. where you know he analyzed them he was the one that found they were both above and below human frequencies they were not pre-recorded so that means that when ron was out there recording them whatever was making the sound was there with him right and then they also found language characteristics uh so it that's what turned his life like you know i don't know he's super we got stories about him later too
2: oh yeah and he. Uh,
1: genuinely a, a nice man very
2: nice and he has a cool like you know um sort of a irish accent in there it's just fun that it, when it comes out like sometimes it comes out real strong but you know it's it's just subtle though and it's really it's fun listening to We're him going
1: talk. to his house in a couple months for what do you say caber toss
2: and I, barbecue something yeah i don't remember uh, but he invi- he was very inviting and warm welcoming and invited us all to his home um, basically whenever we wanted to. Yeah. Like, we're like, all right, we're going to take you up on that. Um, yeah, we had some fun conversations.
1: And then, of course, the Daryl Sims.
2: Yes, Daryl Sims.
1: Uh, so we got there. Daryl graciously told them not to get him a rental car. Keep in mind, this man's from Texas. Yeah. Uh, he's the alien hunter. You guys will hear more about him. We're interviewing all these guys here relatively soon.
2: Daryl is a character.
1: Uh, yeah, in a good way. Oh, yeah, yes, We of had course. so much fun with Daryl, and he had so much fun with us. But anyway, so he didn't get a rental car. We're staying at the same hotel. Uh, he told him not to get it to save money for the event and stuff like that. So we offered that, hey, we'll take care of Daryl.
2: Yeah, since we drove, we have right, a car. We have a
1: car. We'll take care of Daryl. We'll get him to and from the hotel. We'll take him to lunch, that kind of stuff. What, should we even mention the car? If you want to.
2: <laughs> Go ahead. So I drove my car down there, and, you know, I thought— you know, it's pretty. It's a decent, you know, two thousand six Chevy Malibu. You know, luxury vehicle. Only ninety thousand miles on her. She's a she's a butte. Um, well, I had tire trouble, you know, before. Well,
1: okay, save that story.
2: Okay, well, I was gonna say I patched her he, up before he we left. I did patch it. He didn't, or plug it. I plugged. I had a pin-sized hole in it, so I plugged it before we left. Pin-sized. And let's just say the plug didn't hold.
1: Because he hit something.
2: No, come on. Now you're, see, he's going to start telling stories. He's going to start telling the stories. Something hit me. It jumped out in front of the road, and it I ran jumped. it over. I watched it. I watched it. You were an asleep. An
1: inanimate object jumped. I, uh, I watched it. I woke up to brake slamming. The There's no brake going. slamming. I never hit the brakes. Because no, sh- whatever it was ended up wedged underneath the car. It was like an
2: oil jug. The truck in front of me had was Flying down the highway, and it stirred it up out of the ditch, so it spun up onto the road. And I was going like eighty or something. I wish
1: Mark was here because he agreed with me. That so was I couldn't
2: like, swerve and like was I wasn't going to jerk the wheel or something, something, yeah, somewhere around there, I was ballparking it, something. And That's, so I hit there was this,
1: Probably an eight in the number.
2: So I hit this thing, and it just got lodged under the car. And so we I thought we
1: had a flat, and all I could think of was like all the all the stuffs in the trunk, and we're going to to pull. all- It's like four thirty in the morning. Right. We're only like an hour away from the venue. Yeah. yeah.
2: Cuz I drove pretty pretty far. Um, but then you I sw- did most of the driving. So, I am not going to argue. Which anyway, we take turns doing that and on all of our travels, but. Ish. So I swerved. What do you mean ish? Like,
1: like you like did most of the driving on this, this one. This time, but I mean, other I, ones you've done. I did most of the driving for saying. Virginia.
2: We take turns like doing that
1: because I couldn't stand first off I didn't want Emily to drive at all. <laughs> I won't die. Neither Second of us off, want that. The mountains we didn't have to do very bad mountains this one. Yeah, oh yeah. But the mountains in Virginia, I could like it's nothing against Jay. I need to be in the wheel, yeah. or I start having panic attacks. Right.
2: So I hit this thing, and it's where so I pull over to the right lane, you know, to figure out what's going on, and then it unlodges itself. <laughs> it goes, and then all right, we're good. We was back in the fast lane. You pedaled did to the metal. Hit the
1: brakes a little bit because that's what woke us up. And okay. you did hit it with your tires at some point. Because I remember well, yeah. the car jumping really hard. Well, that's probably when it got unlodged. No, no, because we I was awake for when it... A car
2: does not jump like, from a plastic jug. It
1: raised... It did. That's uh, Mark will agree with me. Uh, anyways. Coming from two people sleeping. That's okay. what woke us up. Yeah, yeah, And it was yeah. underneath your car for a while.
2: A while. A um, half mile. A mile at max.
1: At least a minute. And let's see at the speed you were going... At least a minute. You know, you were asleep. That's probably two and a half miles at the speed you were going. Please. You are probably going 130 miles per hour when you hit it. Well, I don't want to be driving all night. Okay. <laughs> so we got there. Every time I woke up to look at the GPS, it, it we were getting there earlier and earlier. Mm-hmm. Couldn't figure out why. I don't waste time, people. Uh, okay. Well, now I'll tell you my car story in a minute when these guys woke up and I was driving.
2: Oh, I don't even remember right now. Oh, the top yeah, the,
1: the Dog Man Road.
2: Oh, okay, yeah, that one, that one, okay.
1: Uh, but no, so, yeah, Daryl's super sweet.
2: Yeah, Daryl. Super funny guy. Alien hunter. He, uh, I stole his hat.
1: We did. You stole his hat, and I tried to eat something that he had at the hotel that night. <laughs> Wait, what? I'll tell that story. I have it on okay. my list of stories. Okay, okay. Uh, His eyes got all big, and he tried to take it out of my hand. <laughs> okay, I don't remember this. You weren't there. Like, you were talking to Michael. Okay, okay. Uh, anyways, yeah. So, thanks to all those guys. You will hear from them. We have all their contact info. Uh, we'll get them on the, all on the show soon. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe we'll try to get Ron and It would be really fun to get Ron and Scott on at the same time. Oh, that would be nuts. They're best friends like at this point. Like, mm-hmm. they, they're dynamic together. If you haven't had the chance to see Ron and Scott together, it's it's awesome.
2: Yeah. That would be fun to get them both at the same time.
1: Mm-hmm. But no. So let's move on to uh, people that came out. Shout outs. Oh, yeah. So first... Kurt from Baltimore. Yeah. Baltimore, North Carolina. Yeah. Thank you, Kurt. He came in,
2: stopped one of the first ones to come see us. Literally
1: come up, and I'm like, hey, I'm Justin. He's like, I know. I'm like, oh, okay. Right, yeah. And he was a super nice listener, uh, fan of the show. We appreciate you, Kurt. He stayed, you know, he stayed for the whole event, just having a ball. It was just, it was nice, you know. And Connecting. everybody on these people, everybody, all the people on this list made us feel. I don't know. Warm. Yeah, there you go. Just amazing. Mm -hmm. You know, when you drive 12 hours away and you get there and a local's like, hey, I'm so glad you guys came down. Like, thank you. It's like. (laughs) Because we had a a group of people that kind of said the same thing. Like, yeah. Oh, thank you guys for coming down. So nice. You came to our area and stuff like that. Like, no, it made it worth it. You know? Oh, 100%. And you come up and you're like, yeah, you know, it's just amazing. So thank you, Kurt. Next one, Nicole. Uh, Nicole. hi Nicole. It was she was super sweet. She came down, listened to us speak, all that stuff. She was so fun.
2: Took photos with her. Yep. Yep.
1: Uh, I think she's she may be coming to a live show, maybe not. She's talking about that. Uh she's gonna drive here for the live show. She has family in Ohio, remember? Oh nice. That's right. So she kinda yeah. was talking about making it like a round trip. Like a like trip, like, trip. Yeah. Which would make sense, you know. It's hard to come up to Ohio and you don't got anybody here. If you have a place to stay or whatever, it's yeah. A little easier. Mm-hmm uh but nicole's super nice super friendly and glad to meet her yeah uh and she's one of the ones that posted that she was coming to the event so i learned her face a little bit and i was actually walking around when i met her yeah remember and i'm like jay this is nicole she said she was coming to the show yep uh, so thank you nicole
2: yeah thank you so much
1: uh dan and mark
2: dan and mark
1: yeah these guys were so much fun and you will be hearing from them in the future because they run the north american bigfoot research society uh, but these guys are super cool. Just a fun just fun people to talk to. Uh, oh, yeah, we had a ball. Yeah. Now, I'm trying to remember who's who because that's the worst thing. I know there's Stan and Mark, uh, but one of them listens to the show more than the other. <laughs> but they were picking on us when we were done for the questionnaire part of it. They put us on the spot for what's your guys' – crypted you know what's your guys favorite episode stuff like that oh gotcha. because i yeah. put everybody on the spot i'm like well what's your either your favorite episode or your least favorite episode
2: oh i'm so I, mark was the one on the right dan was on the left dan is the one that liked the rest well no they were both in the wrestling we held dan's jacket though for him okay we kept his jacket safe for like half the conference
1: yeah <laughs> he went <laughs> through his pockets there was nothing worth taking <laughs>
2: yeah no yeah he actually walked up hey uh can you guys like can you keep this safe back here or hold on to this so I don't have to walk around? Like, sure. Well, it was lucky Daryl didn't steal it. Oh, it's true, yeah. I mean, it was nice, though, that he felt safe mm-hmm. keeping it with us. Like, all right, like that's that's a compliment in itself. Uh, we had fun talking wrestling and things like that. Oh, yeah.
1: Mark listens to the show a lot and stuff. like. It was so much fun. Yeah. And it had it was just, ba- like,
2: I really enjoyed talking to both of them.
1: And I think they so there was somebody talking, when they first came in, there was somebody at our booth talking to us. And they walked by and kept looking at us, looking at us. And I'm like, they either know us or they think I don't know. I'm like, I'm just getting a little nervous. Yeah. And like, oh no, they knew us. Like, They're gonna fight us. Yeah. <laughs> well, you never know in this in these areas. Yeah, I guess. Like, uh, as far as people in this field, we pretty much don't pick fights with anybody. Well, we don't. We, we don't, don't have care any enough. reason to. Yeah. Like, people. Some people take this really, really seriously, mm-hmm. and we'll fight over like difference of opinion.
2: Right. We're just here to learn,
1: and gain knowledge, yeah, have and have fun. And
2: uh, connect with people.
1: But no, so Dan and Mark, thank you. Uh, eventually, they're going to come on the show and talk about their organization and stuff like so, that. Sweet. Um, some of the research and stuff they do. Uh, but they're super kind people. And I said whenever they get up to Ohio, we'll take them out some of our research areas. Yeah. Uh, we're not as you know. We're not super research heavy, but when we go to these areas, we like to go out to a couple locations we know it has right field
2: research heavy. Yeah, you're very research heavy. Uh, yes, not field research heavy. There we go.
1: My body's broken, and I just can't physically do it. <laughs> right. Uh, next,
2: Brandon. Brandon, our one of our top tier Patreon. Um, He's- not top tier as in like involved.
1: He's always on stuff with us. Yeah. He does everything with the Patreon. Like, he's always active is what James means.
2: So, yes, there we go. And so we got to actually meet him in person for the very first time. Gave him a big hug. I know. Because right when he walked up, he's just standing there in our boot. And Justin's, all, oh, hey, we'll be with you in one second.
1: Oh, it's Brandon. Well, he had – he looked very nice. Yeah. <laughs> so I have – you know, we talked about. him on like, – Yeah, we've talked to him on video. Discord and stuff yeah. like that. But he, had, uh, he actually looked so nice. He had – Four or five different people commented about the conference. Yeah, I just don't know that area of North Carolina wasn't like ready to see a dapper young man.
2: Right there, you go, Brandon. But yeah,
1: he could have, he could have gone home with several women, <laughs> and maybe a man or two. Oh,
2: I'm, sh- oh yeah, I don't know.
1: <laughs> just picking on Brandon. Yeah, but no, it's super nice he came out. Uh, and he had some troubles that day, and t- still came out. So that was yeah, we right. Greatly appreciated him. We'll oh yeah. Praying for his family. And he helped us break, break he helped down. helped us everything. The whole
2: day time he helped us. Sat yeah. with us in our booth, hung out with us, helped us break down our booth and put things away. Like, big, oh, yeah. super huge help.
1: Brandon is so nice, and we can't wait for the next time. Right. And you guys may be seeing, so this is a little sneak peek for next year of Crypto the Corn. Everybody knows what we got planned this year is actually getting the studio and doing more on the YouTube and stuff like that. Next year, Crypt of the Core and Advancement is going more towards... A little more field research with the outdoor videoing. Okay. And Brandon happens to live next to the Brown Mountain Lights. Oh, that's right. And he graciously invited us down for the Brown Mountain Lights. So hopefully in the future. So what our kind of plan is, is this is getting bigger and bigger and bigger, the podcast-wise. So like next year, let's say we go down in CounterQuest. Mm -hmm. Maybe we'll go down a week early.
2: Yeah. And do a Brown
1: Mountain Light documentary before that. You know Ooh, what I mean?
2: Yeah. Oh, I know what you mean. Or after it. It doesn't matter. Shoot. Who knows but, when it would happen? Whenever it works out in our schedule. Mm-hmm. What if we presented the Brown Mountain Lights at Encounter Quest next year?
1: Ooh, that'd be interesting. That like, be. Well, that's where we've been last week.
2: Yeah. Brown unique.
1: Mountain Lights are such a unique phenomenon. Mm-hmm. And then the Mimsy Lights. Are like you know, That's what the Brown Mountain Lights remind me of. The Mimsy Lights in Australia.
2: Mimsy. It's from South Park.
1: <laughs> I know. <laughs> Makes me laugh. The North Carolina or the North Colorado Great sh- lake shark or whatever it was what with a, the whistle. Yeah. It starts anyways. <laughs> but no, so thank you, Brandon, for coming out. Yeah, we so greatly much. appreciated it.
2: Awesome meeting you in person.
1: Another super big shout out to Orin and Jenny. Yeah. So good friends. They're from North Carolina. Fellow podcasters. Now they're fellow podcasters, yes. Correct. Uh so poor Orin and Jenny couldn't make it down for Friday night. Mm-hmm. But it's okay because I I asked Daryl to bring out the UFO stuff, which we'll talk about later. Oh, that's right. And yeah, they sp- and I got to experience it. Orange Jenny was super nice, but anyway, at the event, they had food trucks there and stuff like that. And you know, food trucks can be a little pricey, and I have allergies and stuff like that, so it's kind of hard for me specifically uh, to do food trucks. Yeah. Uh, specifically because they cooked everything on a griddle, and that can make me really sick because uh, cross contamination. Yeah. Uh, but So I had a little pork sandwich because that's the only thing they brought from their home smoker. Mm-hmm. So basically I had like warming tins. Yeah. So I'm like, so that didn't touch anything else in there. Like, no, no, no. Like, so I got that. So I was still hungry. So Orin and Jenny went out and got us, Daryl, Brandon, a couple of the other speakers, this gigantic tailgate dinner. Yeah. We brought it into the, like we brought it in and had this tailgate special.
2: We had fried chicken. Pulled, pulled pork, pork potato coleslaw,
1: salad, potato salad, hush puppies. The oh, no, hush puppies were delicious. That's the one thing. Like I couldn't eat the hush puppies, but they looked so good. It's you know, not like an Ohio hush puppy. Uh,
2: no, they were like fingers. They were yeah, weird.
1: If I would have seen them, I thought they were some kind of cheese stick. And they didn't... I don't think they had onions in them, but I just don't it's not it. worth the risk. I just don't I know. risk it, especially but, at
2: an event. But they were... Oh, I know, yeah. Please don't. We need you.
1: because mm-hmm, that was before we spoke.
2: Yeah. So they brought this whole platter of food and... They sat it down and Justin wasn't there when they first sat it down, but he came back to the booth and discovered this big pile of food there and I was like, Oh yeah, they got
1: this for you. He's like, For me? Well I didn't know, <laughs> I know. you handed me a bag. I know. Which so there's keep in mind there's four bags. Yeah. One had like silver plates, one had the the sides, one had the tea. And one had the food. One had the all the chicken and all
2: the pulled pork in it.
1: But they, eat, Jay just handed me a bag, and I'm like, there's a bucket of fried chicken in here. <laughs> yeah. I'll eat it. I
2: was like, this is just for you. And your eyes lit up. You're like, no. And you're like, <laughs> it was, was, like, it was like, just, That's too much food. I know. And I, I was just making a joke, but I think even Daryl got a kick out of that oh, one. Oh, he did. Yeah.
1: Daryl got a lot of kicks out of yeah. a lot of stuff we did. Uh, but it was so. Thank you, Oren and Jenny. So oh yeah, much. thank you guys so
2: much. And they
1: were thanking me all night, uh, Saturday night for stuff. And I'm like, oh, thank you guys for coming.
2: Right, yeah, we had a ball then, hanging out with you.
1: And Rick Rellis and his wife April. Yeah. Uh,
2: it we, was nice meeting her. Yeah, yeah.
1: And we've met a uh, we've met her, but you know, passing was- and stuff like that.
2: Actually, sitting down and talking, to talk and conversating. They're so fun people. Yeah, they're awesome. And Rick had his new shirt. He was prototyping. And, I know.
1: I was so mad at and him.
2: Justin wanted to rip it off his body. And I was going to buy it off of him yeah. if
1: it was the right size. It was a size too small. Oh, because he just got those as stickers. Right. Yeah. So it's the Bigfoot getting sucked up into the UFO. Right. And so yeah. it's got who or yeah. woo.
2: Yeah, got woo. Ooh, yeah.
1: Woo. 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 <laughs> but no, the woo part is it's a play on the words. The woo part of the Bigfoot phenomena. Right. And I wanted it really bad because it's kind of fun to see, the Bigfoot community really pushes back on that kind of stuff. Right. Yeah. And I love it because it's real. It happens. Mm-hmm. You know. It's part of the equation. I don't think it was part of my Bigfoot encounter, but did not mean it doesn't happen with everybody else. Right. Exactly. Uh, so I, I next time we see him, I'm getting that T-shirt. Mm. And he gave me the stickers for it, so I got to put those stickers on the car. Oh yeah. But uh, no, it was so nice hanging out with them. And his wife, April, thank God, she did the pizza. <laughs> well, she, she yeah, we'll talk about that later. Okay. But, uh, so those are my thank yous and kind of shout outs. Now we're just going to tell stories. Ooh, where do we start?
0: Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue. All in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for one twenty nine each. Then get flavorful Tyson natural boneless chicken breasts for two forty nine a pound. All with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.
1: Oh, gosh, there's a lot of them. Uh <laughs> I'm looking I have a list of little stories
2: alright let's get let, read off the first one I just want to know because there was so much stuff that happened
1: I don't remember it all but like so the my, my first head. one is eating the UFO eating so Daryl Sims Friday night had this he's anybody that doesn't know who Daryl Sims is he's coming on the show definitely several times probably yeah Uh, but he's the UFO hunter he's been in this field forever he's the alien implant guy he actually trained the guy that you see on TV with the stuff and all that Daryl Sims is the original alien implant guy, mm-hmm. but he's super down to earth and saying like, you know, 99% of the stuff is not alien implants. It's this. Yeah. He had fish RFD chips and stuff like that. Me and him talked about that because that's why I, I used to put those in fish skulls. Yeah. And what was crazy is he described the little device that broke the back of the nose bone that put implants in people's, uh, what's that called? Septums?
2: uh yeah i guess you could say it's that whatever
1: you have to break that little bone that thin bone in the back here up yeah. in your nose yeah yeah it's like behind your eyes i uh-huh. think it's a septum bone uh i used to do that with fish yeah and there was so much that's kind of what i what i really enjoyed about this presentation there's so much specifically fish knowledge crossover yeah but with alien abductions but when you think about it it makes sense mm-hmm. and like even the fluorescent dyes and all that you know super cool guy anyways he had pieces of ufo He had several pieces, and he had the spectrograph analysis, which means they were analyzed at a molecular level, and he had the charts there to explain what they were. A bunch of them, most of them all had non-native Earth elements. So what that means is they're not naturally occurring on Earth. They have to be made in a specialized lab, or they're not from Earth. Hmm. Some meteorites, some other planets may have and stuff like that. All of the UFO and all of the alien plants he had had that. And the spectral analysis graph was done by a, a third-party lab. It has no say in the matter, like no, no skin in the game. So that was really cool. Orrin and Jenny couldn't make it on Friday. Right. Yeah. And Orrin and Jenny started the uh, UFO. Uh, okay, now I'm gonna mess it up. The UFO framework. Yeah, framework. Yes. I almost said database, but that's not right. UFO framework. That's a research organization for UFOs. So I felt really bad that they didn't get to see that kind of stuff. Jenny had to work and stuff like right, that. Right, yeah. Some people have to do their jobs.
2: Because the Friday before, Daryl did this presentation of, you know, what would you say? The first part of it was like the alien. Uh,
1: but, but he did, he kind of like, went through some stuff he wasn't going to talk about in his presentation the next day. Right, yeah. It was super good. It was a lot of fun, and it was a smaller crowd, so you could ask questions. You could be interactive. It's very it was, intimate. Yeah, I enjoyed it. Next oh, year, if he does it again, I'm going buy tickets.
2: 100. You, it, it's worth every penny of it.
1: I would have paid double or triple what they were asking. Yeah, uh, especially after the fact. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so Orin and Jenny didn't get experiences. Daryl, like, so Friday night we took him back to the hotel. We're like, we're gonna sit down here and drink for a while, and then he came back out and hung out with us to like 1 a.m.
2: Yeah, it was awesome.
1: And then Saturday night he did the same. He went out to dinner with. Uh, he had a couple fans come and stuff like that. So he's like, I'm going to go out to dinner with these guys. And uh, when I get back, I'll hang out with you guys. Mm-hmm. We're like, yeah, that's fine. You know, no, no pressure. You don't got to hang out with us. But he did. He, you know, we enjoyed each other's company very much. Yeah. Oh yeah. That's uh, an understatement. But I'm just saying he enjoyed us. We enjoyed him. And we had, by the end of it, we started picking on each other so bad. <laughs> I know. It was like, it was like an old buddy. <laughs> uh. Anyways. And Not to mention he's former CIA. He's got a
2: lot of, uh, credentials credentials yeah
1: so we're hanging out at the hotel he comes back and Orrin and Jenny had brought me several things of moonshine that we were drinking quite quickly anyways uh, and crown royal it was great so we're drinking and Daryl comes back and it's probably at this point 9 o'clock at night you know he's there from 9 we were up till about 2 2.30 that night were we?
2: Yes. Wow.
1: Yeah, because Ron, Ron's wife said something. Anyways, we were up to like 2, 2.30 that night. Okay. Daryl comes back, and we're involved in it's, it's about 7 o'clock. And he comes in, and I'm like, oh, we're in a sitting there with me. I'm like, Daryl, it, these guys weren't able to make it last night. They're big UFO guys. Is there any way you can bring out a couple pieces of UFO to show them? And, and Daryl's like, No. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I guess. Yeah. Like yeah. he always does that. I do that at work too, and that's why people hate me. Yeah. Because uh, people don't understand it's a joke. And he brought it out. He brought it extra stuff he didn't show us the night before.
2: Yeah, it's true. The watch and the yeah, a bunch of stuff. Oh,
1: so much cool stuff. Anyways, so he has like every starting from a piece of UFO that's like the size of a BB up to like a big chunk. So he doesn't normally show the little BB one because he's worried about somebody grabbing it. Yeah. So he, but he brought it out for us, and as it gets to me. I grab it, and act like I'm swallowing, and he actually like sh- like jump forward to grab it from me. <laughs> I <laughs> didn't was- see that. Uh, it was hilarious. <laughs> I wish I would have seen it. Because I guess people have tried to do that. Tried to swallow it. Yeah, because you get can- then you can't take it from him. <laughs> oh, I wish I would have seen his face. Uh, went- oh, <laughs> <laughs>
2: oh dang it! It I wish was I seen it that. was so funny. Yeah,
1: uh, and then I give back to him obviously, but it- the UFO stuff was weird. The chunks of UFOs. Yeah, it
2: was very strange. I looked at it like really, really close. And it's, you could see the mix of metal and like look like just. uh,
1: It was like slag. So most of this is yeah. slag dripping off them. Yeah. So anybody remember some of these like Canadian Pacific yeah, with the UFOs dripping slag out of the bottom of I them and people yeah. don't really know why. That's kind of what he's got. Yeah. But a cool thing I didn't know until he told me is when I had it, I was trying to heat it up in a spot. And it defers. It diffuses heat mm-hmm. extremely efficiently. Almost like aluminum. Yeah, but it's it's a lot. It's it's hard to explain. Yeah, just go see Daryl somewhere when he's presenting stuff. One hundred percent worth it. Mm-hmm. But it wouldn't heat up. I couldn't get a spot to heat up. Mm-hmm. And I held it, held it, held it. Couldn't get it to heat up, so I gave it back. Very unique stuff. But yeah, that's my about eating the UFO.
2: That was pretty funny.
1: It was it was a ball. So we're sitting in this hotel lobby. You want me to keep going? Yeah. We're sitting in this hotel lobby. Keep mine. Ron Moorhead and his wife, his lovely wife, are there. Uh, Scott Nelson and his kids are there. Yep. Rick Rellis and his wife, April. Yep. Uh, Mark, Oren, Jenny, and Kevin. Was yeah. his name, Kevin?
2: Uh, Wait, I'm trying to think. Mark, Oren, Jenny, Kevin. Wait,
1: I'm... a buddy that came down with the other oh
2: oh right right okay okay now I got you yeah I think it was Kevin I
1: think it was Kevin Kevin if it's not your name I'm sorry yeah we're sorry but, a
2: lot of people and a lot of drinks
1: well, oh gosh and Michael Thompson and
2: Michael Thompson author famed author of uh, oh Hoffner's oh, gosh
1: Sea Monsters the, I know I have I, the book right here uh, you could like find it on the shelf
2: good luck I know but Anyways, Michael Michael's, Thompson
1: and I got a story about Michael later you know what story I got
2: which one Anyways. Okay. We'll get to it.
1: Uh, so we're all sitting. Oh, I know. We moved all the chairs in this big circle. Oh, and Linda and Mary. Oh, yeah. Of course. Yeah. Linda and Mary were there. Great people. Yep. Uh, you'll hear both of them later. Linda did a, recorded our, our presentation. She's going to use it on her page. We're going to use it on ours. And then Mary uh, gave me the side poster of everything. And mm-hmm. she's she's got her own counter. She's going to come on the show. Awesome. And she may be in some of the other shows on our network, too, for different things. Nice. Uh, wealth and knowledge yeah anyways so we moved all the chairs in this hotel lobby around in this big circle so we could all see and talk to each other and stuff like that gave ron and his wife the couch and it was so cool because ron was looking like the king right yeah uh and uh we're all drinking you know ron's having his wine and i'm drinking moonshine like a monster uh but it was just so fun. Everybody's talking about everything from spider Bigfoot, to alien invasions, to
2: to sumo wrestling, to
1: sumo wrestling, to caber tossing, yeah. To just what kind of pizza to order. in April. Uh, Rick's wife, was like that's she's like she went and got all the pizza information, and I'm like I'll call. Pizza was super cheap, by the way. <laughs> as far as like it was fifty bucks with the tip for four pizzas. Wow, okay, large pizzas. And I was yeah. like, so I I, I well, Oren and Jenny paid for a big chunk of it. April paid for a big chunk of it. I paid for a big chunk of it, and I was it. We're like, I'm not gonna bother with getting everybody else's money. Right? It's yeah. that cheap. You know, yeah. it's not really that big of a deal. Yeah. And then, so he got a pretty good tip too because it was only like 38 bucks. That's insane. Okay. Anyway, super good idea. April, if you ever listen to this, thank you. Yeah. She's she gave me the number to call and I'm like, yeah, I'll go call it. Thank you. Uh, but no, we were hanging out. Freaking Mark went to bed at 10:30. Mistake Ron Morehead, the man. I believe I'm not gonna say his age, but a, a, a man more advanced in age than Mark. Which did we even mention Mark yet? I said Mark, I mean, that he came with us. Oh, no, the Mark, whole... thank you for coming. So, like Mark drove to help us drive stuff like that. We yeah. picked him up hammered though, so he's,
2: he's one of our well, we met him at Crypticon and yeah, and
1: his amazing girlfriend, uh, uh Jennifer Jen.
2: Um, she's, but. She's yeah. taken
1: care of me more than once with paying my bill, <laughs> right? And just yeah, getting me back to like, so Mark, me back to my wife.
2: We just met Mark, and he's now become one of our friends. And yeah, mm-hmm. he traveled all the way to Virginia or to North Carolina with us in the car, helped us dr- drive. He had got stuck listening to my CDs and stuff like that on the way there. And they're awful, by the way. Yeah, it's to to each their own. But uh, yeah, thank you, Mark. Thank you, Mark. But okay, go on. What was I saying? Mark went to bed.
1: Mark went to bed. At ten thirty. Couldn't hang. There are four or five living legends in this hotel lobby that we're all hanging out with. We're having a ball with. Yeah. And I get the pictures to prove it. And he went to bed at ten thirty. <laughs> he did his best. He I so I so Ron was up with us till one thirty. <laughs> <laughs> and oh, Ron's we give having it, a ball. Quit giving Mark such a hard time. I if and then Scott was up with us forever. Yeah. Scott went to bed. And then came back, and then yeah. went to bed, and then came back. Really? Yeah.
2: <laughs> I don't remember all His that. His kids
1: tapped out. Kate Mon Scott's kids are like our age. Yeah. And they tapped out, and we're up just screaming. Oh, okay. So I think we were kind of close to getting kicked out of the hotel.
2: Or at least kicked back to our rooms.
1: Yes. Yeah. Or something.
2: So Removed from the lobby.
1: Oh, but I guess before I say this, when we got there on Friday, it was like 6, 7 a.m., yeah. Well We couldn't check in until 3. Yeah. They're like, no, your room's empty. You can go upstairs. That lady at the front desk was so nice. Oh,
2: I know. It's so nice. We get so lucky. I'm we- like,
1: we're, we we could literally kiss you right now. I wanted to. Mm-hmm.
2: We went up there and got our naps Passed in. out. Because I did not really sleep that whole night except maybe an hour.
1: You slept more than an hour.
2: That's all the longer you drove. I drove three hours. You did not drive three hours. I did. It was 10.30 to 2.30. Please. 10.30.
1: Yeah, I drove from Mothman to Virginia.
2: Uh, uh two hours tops.
1: No, tops. an hour was—I will say—an hour was well, uh, an hour of it was in that traffic jam. Mm. And you slept mm. that whole time like a rock. Oh well, yeah, and then I was you exhausted. You, oh, you woke up when we were. So the GPS—I—I I have on my GPS to avoid the tolls, but it took us on a toll road. Mm-hmm. Didn't know the GPS was this smart. It would take us off. Right before the toll, and put us back on until right before the next toll. So we
2: got dumped onto these back roads.
1: And this one was like a stone road next to a river in Virginia, which is in the middle of nowhere.
2: Windy and curvy and covered in trees.
1: And then we're like, well, that's where we died. And we're driving. I I could hear
2: banjo music. We're driving my car with a flat tire and a wheel bearing going out.
1: (laughs) Oh, yeah. did Did you take it anywhere yet?
2: I got an appointment made.
1: Okay. So. Because it was bad. Yeah, a little bit. Especially on the way home. You could definitely feel the difference. Anyways. So it kept taking us around. Yeah. So back to the hotel. Hotel was super nice. And it was not his perception fault. We were being, and it wasn't even me being the loudest in the room. But our group was being extremely loud. Yeah, we we're, were having fun. But it's like past midnight. And she's like, hey, guys, we're going to have to keep it down. We're getting complaints. And like okay, and she kept kind of coming back around, and checking the corner, and I would, I kept trying to shush everybody. It wouldn't really work, and uh, Scott Nelson was the loudest man.
2: Oh, for sure. Like,
1: but he's partially deaf, Andy's and he's Irish. a talker. Yeah, and so it was just like he was almost yelling, not like yelling, yelling at anybody, just loud. Yeah, he was but, excited. Uh, it was so we were up so late. Oh yeah, but it was fun. It was so, so much fun. fun. So I have a story for my about Michael. Okay. So, Michael comes down. And Michael, yelling at you. Michael listens to him almost every episode. Michael has hung out with us really late before. Yeah. Never, I don't remember him ever drinking with us. Like, the night before, he didn't drink with us. He had water. Yeah. So, this night, he's like, hey, I'm going to drink with you guys.
2: I know. I, I was, like, kind of surprised. I'm like, I'm Michael's like, oh, never okay. done this with us.
1: So, I have all this liquor and stuff like that. And I'm like, uh, you want some moonshine? And he's like, sure, sure, sure. Whatever. He's like, I'll drink whatever. And I'm like, all right. So I pour him a spit glass of moonshine, a big, a, a pretty decent helping of moonshine. I hand it to him, and he takes a sip, and he's like, "Is that apple?" I'm like, "Yeah." He's like, "I'm really allergic to apple." I'm <laughs> like, "Well, don't drink it." Yeah. And he's like, "I'm like, what happens?" He's like, "Oh, I don't know." I'm like, "What do you mean you don't know?" Like yeah. I'm panicking. Like I got like I, I'm like. I, you need, and he's like, "No, no, I'm fine." And he was fine for that night. Next morning at breakfast. We're sitting there, Michael hobbles in on crutches. Yeah. And he says, the apple made my legs not work. Yeah. And I about peed myself at that table. Yeah. No, what had happened is he twisted his ankle loading the, n- the truck. The night before. The night before. But immediately came and started drinking with us. So he's like, oh, my ankle didn't hurt. Yeah. The next day, it was like the size of a softball. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, he <laughs> hurt himself.
2: Yeah. Oh, the apple. You almost killed the man. My legs don't work. <laughs> that was pretty funny.
1: And it was it was just, it was it was hilarious. But now we're talking everybody. And I heard some stories from some people that I won't name on this episode because it's going to be featured on other episodes coming up. hmm But some of the encounter these guys have had, like, you know, they talk about their basic encounters and stuff like that because I think that's what most of the Bigfoot crowd wants to hear. Yeah. But when you get into the nitty-gritty and start asking about weirder stuff and stuff like that, and they've experienced it. Mm-hmm. It's crazy some of the levels of stuff these guys have experienced. Oh yeah, it matters mean, how much you want to believe them. I believe I believe them all that were there. Like personally, I believe all these guys. Uh, but you know, everybody has haters, especially when you get big.
2: Haters gonna hate. Mm-hmm. Well, so you tell a story. Um, you had all that time to think of one. Well, I'm try- My favorite one was the just taking Daryl's hat. So Daryl. The UFO hunter. He has this nice cowboy hat he wears with his peacock feathers rim around the rim of it. So
1: he is Native American and Irish.
2: And something else too. I
1: can't remember the third thing. Yeah. Anyways, that's his two big things. So Daryl is uh accepted Native American. I can't remember the tribe he's from. Yeah. But you can kind of see it in him. Oh, for sure. Uh he anyways, so yeah. So he has he wears feathers and beads and he for reasons.
2: Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. But he has a super really nice hat he wears everywhere. And then I seen he took his hat off and sat it down um, in his booth on his luggage and because he was going to go outside to get uh, some lunch at the food trucks. But it was kind of sprinkling out, so he didn't wear his hat because it was sprinkling. I'm assuming he didn't want to get it wet. So that made me assume, like, okay, it's probably a pretty expensive hat that he don't even want to get even a dribble of water on it to wear outside and sprinkling. So I see it over there sitting down, and I'm wearing my— $2 tinfoil lined uh, straw hat that just <laughs> looks like about 80 people have sat on it at some point and it's just this crappy old hat so I took so I went and swiped his hat that he left there and replaced it with my own and then hid his hat away from him and just went on about the day like nothing had happened so he come back with his lunch and I kind of and then there was people at his booth so he was kind of just visiting the people and talking And finally, he comes around the corner to our booth. And did he threaten you first?
1: So, no. So, he seen me walk around, and he pointed at me and started sharpening his hand.
2: Yeah, that's what he was doing, yeah. And
1: what, he has so much, like, actual special training, like, and all that stuff. Yeah. Like, he would probably really hurt you if he wanted to. So, he started sharpening his hand. Yeah. And I'm like, what are you talking about? Like, he's looking at me, and I'm like, he's like, where is it? And I'm like, what are you talking about? (laughs) I didn't know. Where is it? And he's pointing at Jay's tinfoil hat and his booth. Yeah. I'm like, oh, well, I have my hat on, if that gives you any inkling. Yeah. And he's like, okay. And then he stands up, and he sneaks behind Jay. and
2: So I turn around, and he's right there in my face kind of. And he's doing the sharp, hand sharpening thing again to me. And I just play dumb. What? What do you want? And he's like, and he just points back again at where – I was like, I, I don't know what you're talking about. Like just playing dumb, and he wouldn't say a word. He just kept looking me in the eye without even blinking, just a stern look. And I'm like, oh, 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 your hat. I'm like, you want your hat? I'm like, well, you might have to go out in the parking lot and chase the guy down. I just sold it to you. some guy. Saw it on the table, and he really wanted it, so he gave me twenty bucks for it. And I pulled twenty out of my pocket and started shaking it in his <laughs> face. And he just again raised his eyebrows and sharpened his hand again. <laughs> And I'm like, well, you can. I gave you mine. You can wear that. I think it'll look nice, you know, during your presentation. Like, it's that's an expensive hat. A lot of people like it. And and he just didn't even say a word.
1: I forgot to get the picture. Next time we see him in person, we have to get the picture. We're also switch hats and take a picture. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's true. It's true. We got We got to do. Oh, we'd either looked better in the, I don't know, would he look better in my big straw hat with the top missing, or you look better in the tinfoil one? Well,
2: imagine him in a tinfoil hat.
1: Imagine him in this big hick hat with his. Nice fancy oh. suits and everything like that. I know. Both. I mean, both would be funny.
2: We'd have to get multiple pictures. Yeah. So finally, I'm like, all right, I got your stinking hat, you big baby. No, I didn't say that. He probably would have killed me. So I pulled out his hat because I didn't wear it. I was going to wear it and like have him come in and see me wearing it, but I was like, man, eh, That might... may be a little rude. Yeah. I don't want to put on. I don't want another man to wear my hat or anyone yeah. in general. So I just hid it under our table in a chair, and I pulled it out, and I gave it to him. I'm like, here's your hat. I kept it safe. And he's like, you know, only two people in the world have this, like, hat, I think he said hat bend or the something. The band. Band, hat the, the band. The peacock band. Yeah, that goes around it. And he's like, it's me and one of the Koch brothers. And if you don't know who the Koch brothers are, they're, or the Koch family, I think, I think it's K-O-C-H. They're big uh, donors to uh, both political parties, kind of a prominent, rich, wealthy family. So only him and one of those brothers has that band on their hat. So I was like, "Well, you know," and I grabbed my hat. Only two people in the world have this <laughs> type of hat, and it's me. And I didn't even get to finish my statement because it was just so ridiculous.
1: Me and Vladimir Supreme.
2: Me and some this homeless man that I actually stole the hat from in the first place. Very <laughs> pretty fitting. Oh, that was, it was pretty funny.
1: Any other stories before we wrap it up?
2: Um. Um trying to think I know there was tons of stuff happening i know other than the whole experience it was fun talking sumo with scott nelson because he that was, was weird he was trying to bluff me and say like he was an expert in knowing and tried just making up stuff and i called him out on it but he actually did know a little bit about it but we had a fun conversation about culture and things like that and how westerners don't understand because sports was on the tv and that's what started the conversation that was fun it was fun co- um just talking to everyone there is. What a great experience in the hotel lobby with everything. Me and Michael shared some personal stories that was really fun and entertaining. Um, I'll save those for next time Michael comes on the show if he wants to share. I'm not sharing any of them without his approval. Um, but other than that, Warren and Jenny, like we had a, a great time talking to them, a great experience.
1: Mark, thanks for going.
2: And, and Mark, yeah, Mark, we shared a bunch of stories to and from on the drive. Very entertaining. I'm very glad he went with us um overall again encounter quest 10 out of 10 experience when 2024 rolls around make sure you pre-order your tickets yeah if you can make time on your calendar to get there and if you're into any of this stuff and enjoy us or what we do i'm telling you this is the event to go to the event i think this thing's
1: gonna get really big
2: i think so too and deservedly so because it was freaking awesome
1: they did. They put in a lot of work.
2: Yep. Thank you, Jess and Kim again.
1: Yeah. I mean, they put in a lot of work, and it really showed. Mm-hmm. And they took care of everybody, and it was just. Oh, and not to mention their Jess's parents. Oh, their families. Yeah. Um, and Kim's her brother family came. Yeah. Jess's family came, and. Oh yeah, Kim's is it, was it her nephew? Yeah. Yeah, like we had like a gr- six of Mark's hats.
2: Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, it was awesome. What a great experience.
1: I literally. It, it felt like, I mean, it was family ran, and it felt like it. Right, exactly. And but Jess and Kim have been doing like vending and stuff like that for years, so they you knew everybody. We knew most of the vendors there too. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was, it was great. I mean, just yeah. Uh, next year, I can't really wait. Ten out of ten. I, I told him, I was a little upset with him. Uh, you remember the story?
2: Start going, probably.
1: I told Jess and Kim when we first got there. After I seen the event, like the venue and all this stuff, I was a little upset with them because this is probably going to be one of our best events of the year. Oh, it was yeah. right off the rip.
2: Yeah, it's hard, and it's over now.
1: <laughs> and not say anything else, but the other events we're going to do, they're all great. Mm-hmm. Uh, but this one,
2: next level, yeah. And first year, so next year, oh boy, I can't wait.
1: And if they make it a two day event, that would be awesome. Oh yeah, we'll just have to stay a whole week. And Won't I hurt think my feelings. we've already kind of talked to them about maybe us having a little bit of an extra part next year's Jay specifically.
2: Oh, yes, I know what you're saying. Yeah, they're going to put me in a costume and hang me from the ceiling and I'm going to fly around the event
1: like a pinata. <laughs> We're going to beat him until he bleeds
2: So my 10 foot hat busts open and there's candy and brain matter comes out. I was going to
1: say it's not even candy. it's just uh, it's USB ch- uh, USB cards. Yeah, clone chips. Yeah
2: clone programs
1: all right i have been the great and powerful mystery and i've been jay hope you guys enjoyed this review episode uh if not skip yeah i didn't say that till the end so i <laughs> already got you yeah bye. bye bye thank you for listening to of the corn podcast please share with a friend you think would like us it's the best way to help our show grow leave a comment rate us a five-star review and remember there is always extra content on Patreon slash Clips of the Corn dot com. And don't forget, stay magical.